Hello and welcome to Bust or Trust, a kids' mystery podcast. I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena. We unravel the world's greatest mysteries with help from you, our chief detectives. We present all the evidence and then it's up to you to decide. Which team are you on? Are you a myth buster like me? Or are you a myth truster like me? We look into some very strange stories from around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Like the mystery of just what would a chair look like if your knees bent the other way? Oh, that's easy. It would look like... It would look like... Oh, no, wait. Oh, Tiernan, that's really hard. This is why there are no chairs for ostriches. We'll tell you at the end of the show just how to get in touch so you can let us know if you're on Team Buster or the best one, Team Truster. So, Chief Detectives... Get ready to take notes and start putting together your case while we have a quick word with the grown-ups. Well, hello there, grown-ups. Did you know that we depend on your generosity and support to keep making Bust or Trust? If you subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to lots of lovely extras like weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to all our episodes. More to come soon. To support Bustor Trust, just click subscribe in Apple Podcasts or visit patreon.com forward slash Bustor Trust Podcast. Or for more information, visit our website at bustortrust.com. The Case. This week's case is all about the alleged sightings of little creatures that caused confusion and upset. Oh, wow. That's a coincidence. I saw some of them on the way here. Really? Yeah. They were very funny, but some were very upset and crying. Some were snotty and several were eating raisins, breadsticks and rusks. But what was really odd was that they were being pushed around or walked along by bigger creatures. Hmm. Where were these little creatures going, Tiernan? Ah, uh, to a strange place with colourful pictures outside. Um, I think it said it was a nursery. Fascinating. Tiernan, those were toddlers. Some of our chief detectives will have younger brothers or sisters who are toddlers. Oh, uh, is that not what our case is about this week then? They definitely seem to be causing a lot of confusion. Well, yes, that is their job. But no, today is all about the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter. That sounds very official. It's a mystery dating back to 1955 in Kentucky in the USA. Five adults and seven children claimed that small alien creatures had been attacking their farmhouse. Yeah, it was like a little space guy's family trip beaming down to visit Earth. Ah, this is exciting. Let's get into the facts. Mm, I'm not sure it was those little space guys at all, but let me tell you and the chief detectives what we do know. The incident took place between the communities of Kelly and Hopkinsville in Kentucky, which is a state in America. Kentucky is known for coal mining, bluegrass music, and, as I'm sure you'd know from its name, a very famous fast food fried chicken restaurant. On the night of August 21st in 1955, the Sutton family and their guests that were staying with them reported to police that they spent two hours defending their farm from aliens that had arrived by spaceship and attacked them. What a commotion! The story was reported in all the national newspapers and is thought to be the reason that we now often think of aliens as little green men, thanks to the descriptions given by the witnesses. 
UFOlogists, that's people who investigate unidentified flying objects, say that this event is one of the most important cases of close encounters. A close encounter means someone who has witnessed something that could be extraterrestrial from out of this world. However, psychologists, experts in human behaviour, think that when people believe they've seen aliens, it might just be because they got a bit mixed up or got overexcited about something else. And the US Army has classified the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter as a hoax. The encounter and the little green aliens has inspired a film by Steven Spielberg, a musical and even a Pokemon called Sable Eye, which looks like one of the little green aliens the witnesses say they saw. Ah, what a case. I can't wait for the chief detectives to learn about the moments when people first met aliens. Um, allegedly met aliens? Yes, of course. So, chief detectives, it's time to encounter some evidence so you can decide to bust or trust our mystery. Did the little green men beam down in Kelly Hopkinsville? On to piece of evidence number one. First piece of evidence. The first piece of evidence is the full report of the incident, which is one of the most detailed accounts of any sort of alien encounter on record. Let me take you back. It's the Sutton family farm in Kelly, Kentucky, on a normal night. They live in a simple home with no running water, radio, television or books. Wow, what did they do all day? I know, right? On this night, they have their good friends staying, the Taylors. They're all having a nice time, even though there's no books, radio or TV. But then at 7pm, one of the friends, Billy Ray, was fetching water from the backyard well when he sees a silvery object, real bright, with an exhaust all the colours of the rainbow. Strange, right? It flew silently over the house and then stopped in mid-air and suddenly dropped straight to the ground. Billy Ray told the others that they all laughed at him, thinking it was just a prank. One hour later, the Sutton's pet dog doesn't stop barking. So Lucky Sutton, the oldest boy, and Billy Ray go to the back door and see a strange glow. Now get this, in the middle of it was a small humanoid creature, about three and a half feet tall, with an oversized head that was almost perfectly round. Its arms extended to the ground, its hands had talons, and its huge eyes glowed with a yellowish light. Its body shimmered in the light of the moon, making it look like it was made of a silvery metal. The two men grab their rifles and fire, but the creature just holds up its hands, does a flip, and then disappears. Then another creature just the same was seen at the window. They fire at that one too, but it just disappears again. Mrs Lankford, the head of the family, said, It looked like a five-gallon gasoline can with a head on top and small legs. It was a shimmering bright metal like on my refrigerator. That does sound very weird. A walking gasoline can fridge creature. Wait till you hear this bit, Athena. When Billy Ray stepped outside, a claw reached down from the roof and touched his hair. Everyone screamed. They pulled him back indoors and then waited and waited and waited. They listened to scratching sounds coming from the roof and as soon as they thought it was safe, they ran to their cars and drove straight to the police station. The police drove over immediately, but couldn't see any little creatures at all. And then, when they'd all gone, at 2.30am, the little men returned. Mrs Lankford saw one glowing through her bedside window. Imagine having your hair pulled by an alien. Maybe that's a nice thing to do on whatever planet they come from. It is an amazing story, but it could just be that the family got themselves all a bit spooked up over some very unexciting events. 
there were reports of small meteors in the sky over Kentucky that night, which could be what Billy Ray saw and thought was a UFO. And as for Little Green Men, a famous paranormal investigator believes it was very likely what the Suttons and Taylors saw were great horned owls. They have long wings, which could have been mistaken for arms, and they have talons at the tip of the wings. These owls have big round heads, big yellow eyes, and their feathers could have been reflecting moonlight, giving them a metallic appearance. Plus, they are really common in Kentucky. In fact, their babies do have silvery feathers. In 2019, a man called Daniel Holland posted a picture on social media of baby owls in his home, and they looked just like the little aliens as reported in 1955. He said that he was positive that people who claim to have seen aliens have actually just seen baby owls. Well, maybe it was a bunch of owls having a bit of a hoot. But owl experts have said that would be very strange behaviour for owls. And then, of course, there's piece of evidence number two. Second piece of evidence. It's the witness statements from the Sutton family and their friends, the Taylors. Police say they were truly terrified when they arrived at the station. Police chief Russell Greenwell told a press conference, Those aren't the kind of people who normally run to the police for help. Apparently, investigators noted that they seemed hysterical and had a pulse of 140 beats a minute, which is very high. Normal heart rates are 60 to 100 beats unless you are very excited or very spooked. The day after, a local radio station employee interviewed all the adults separately about what had happened and got them to do drawings of what they'd seen. He was very impressed by how much detail they included and by how all their stories matched up, even though they were talked to at different times. A ufologist called Isabel Davis also met with the family and said that none of them had any history of making crazy claims. OK, but just because they didn't appear to lie doesn't mean what they said was the truth. I know that sounds confusing, but sometimes when people are excited, happy or a bit scared, it can affect their memory. That's because you remember the emotions you had at the time more than what actually happened. It's very likely Billy Ray Taylor thought he saw something and then got the rest of the family excited and confused and they made up a story that helped it all make sense to them. It doesn't mean they actually saw aliens. Psychologists say the encounter is an example of pseudoscience. That's when statements are made or even believed to be real but don't actually match up with the facts or make sense when studied scientifically. But maybe that's because it's uh, space science. Oh, yeah. you mean astrophysics? No, I mean alien things that we can't yet explain. Have a look at our third piece of evidence. Third piece of evidence. The third and final piece of evidence is that the encounter was never properly investigated by the US Air Force, so therefore never disproved. Project Blue Book was the codename for all studies of UFO incidents by the US Air Force from 1952 to 1969. The goal of the project was to check if UFOs were a threat to security and to look at data from UFO incidents. When their reports about the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter were released to the public many years later, it appeared that the Air Force didn't look into it much at all, aside from checking in with their local investigators. The US Air Force had officially marked the incident as a hoax, but ufologist Isabel Davis did not agree. But if your job is to be a ufologist, there's a chance that you might see things in a way that supports your belief in aliens. 
There was no evidence found at the scene except for the casings of the bullets fired by Billy Ray and Lucky's rifles. No footprints, no scratchings on the roof and definitely no evidence a UFO had landed. So maybe the Air Force didn't investigate because there was nothing to investigate. It's very strange that there was nothing there at all. I mean, my truster gut says there definitely were aliens, but even if it was angry owls, you'd think there'd at least be some owl evidence. I'm not so sure. Maybe those owls are craftier than we think. to the annual Wild Crank Awards and tonight your host is none other than the world famous Barbara Sheeples. Thank you, thank you and welcome to yet another amazing array of incredible pranks from the real stars of the natural world. Humans definitely aren't the smartest animals on this planet, am I right? But let's cut to the chase and get right ahead with our top three countdown to the winner of the very best prank that confused those two-legged silly billies this year. At number three. Oh, sorry. These envelopes are very hard to open when you don't have thumbs. Um, can I chew this open? Oh, yes. Thank you. Mm. In at number three. It's... The Crawly Crew! The amazing caterpillars that work together to make a whole office of humans think their eyebrows were alive. Bravo! What an amazing prank that was. You should have seen the expressions on those humans' faces. And expressions are hard to do when your eyebrows are crawling away. Come right up, Crawly Crew! The caterpillars can't be here tonight to collect this. That's because they all turned into moss like me. Thank you for your support. And don't forget to leave a light on for us at night. Next at number two. Why are these envelopes so fiddly? I can't believe it, but it's the movers and shakers for their amazing prank where they made their farmer think they disappeared for a whole 24 hours. Come right up and collect your silver award. What a moving prank that was. Thank you. Thank you for the award. Can I have more applause? I want to milk it for what it's worth. Such professionals. But now, the moment we've all been waiting for, the number one wild prank of the year. It's... Owl at the Moon, with their incredible prank making a human family think they were being attacked by extraterrestrial invaders. What can we say? I did not expect to win this up against the amazing cows and the caterpillars. We planned this for ages. We had to find armor for the owls, which wasn't easy. And of course, we had to build a whole UFO from scratch. But what can I say? It was a hoot. Well, I know. Whatever they do next, I'll be watching. 
I have to say, that's almost changed my mind. Those owls are really good. Yeah, sorry, I don't believe it. Owls don't plan things. They prefer to wing it. Ha! <laughs> that was a good one, Athena. But do you know who never wings it? That's right, our chief detectives. And now it's time for them to put together all the evidence and work out if the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter was really aliens or just some mischievous owls. Time for an evidence recap. Evidence recap. Our first piece of evidence is the report of the encounter, which gives a very detailed look at how the Sutton family and their friends the Taylors saw a UFO and little creatures that they thought were attacking them. But what they could have actually seen was a meteor that was reported to be in the sky over Kentucky that night and several very annoyed owls. The second piece of evidence is that the Suttons or Taylors weren't known for making up stories and everyone who spoke to them said they could describe what happened in great detail and they were genuinely terrified. But just because they didn't lie also doesn't mean it's real. It could be that excitement and fear made them think they saw things differently to how they were. The last piece of evidence is that US Air Force UFO researchers didn't really investigate the case properly so it was never officially disproved. But that could have been because there was nothing to investigate. So now we're handing it over to you, our chief detectives. What do you think? Are you a Kelly Hopkinsville mythbuster? Or a Kelly Hopkinsville myth truster? We want to hear from you, and most importantly, which side you're on. I think all the chief detectives will be encountering Team Truster this time. Yeah, just to tell you you're wrong before beaming over to Team Buster. Send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a myth truster or myth buster when it comes to whether the encounter was a real alien incident or not. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes or thoughts to hello at bustortrust.com. Tell us your name, age, what you think all the evidence means and please, please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes or emails in our next episode. You can also send us a question on Spotify Q&A, but please get permission from your parents and don't include any personal details so we can publish them safely. We won't always be able to use all of them. But we do love to hear them. And here are some thoughts from you lot, our chief detectives, on the last few episodes. Hello, I am Zoe and I'm going to be nine in two weeks. For the green children of Woolpitch... I am a myth truster, even though I'm usually a myth buster, because the children could just have that disease, and maybe the only people who met them were people who didn't speak Dutch and didn't know about that town that they said they came from. So they might think that they were very strange, but in fact, they only had that disease and came from an unknown town that they didn't know about before. Zoe, look, you're normally on Team Buster and the rule is, and there is a rule, actually, it's in our Team Trust or Bust rule book. The team you're normally on is the team you're always on. So you can say that you're a truster for this one, but actually you'll always be a buster. And that's the rules. They're in the rule book. Look at the rule book. It's there. It's there. Page 327. We have had this message on the Spotify Q&A from Witchcraft about our episode on the Tunguska incident. Witchcraft says, 
This one, well, it seems very odd. I mostly am on Team Buster, but maybe something could have exaggerated the details, or maybe one of the odd things were there doing. Probably not. Hashtag Team Buster. Huh. You say you're mostly on Team Buster, but I think Witchcraft, you're a little bit on Team Truster. And you must be with a name like Witchcraft. Dragon Kid says, I love this podcast so much. And by the way, I am totally Team Buster. Well, Dragon Kids, I think you're brilliant too, because you're Team Buster. Yeah, I'm not sure, because if they are on Team Buster, then they won't believe in Dragon Kids, and they are Dragon Kids. So I think they're still a little bit Team Truster. Ah, oh, thank you so much for your messages. We are a great team. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Amazon Music or wherever you listen to your podcasts for more great episodes. We love to hear what you think, so please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps more detectives find, bust or trust. We'll even read some of the reviews out on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time for some more Bust or Trust. Athena, be careful. What? What is it? We've been visited by a little green man. Oh, I don't believe it. Where? Careful now. Look over there in the corner. Strange long shape, roundish head, silvery green body. That's the recycle bin. Oh, that explains why I ate all your fact papers. Oh, Tinan. <laughs> <laughs>